Welcome to another edition of the Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and work in independent pro wrestling. Proud to, proudly brought to you by the Mysterious Benefactor. I am Jay Hawk. He is Jay Gold. Hey. She is Marky. Hi. And we also have Charlie Butter. Haha, uh-huh, Marcy's the meat. <laughs> she's she's the meat in a in a hot femboy sandwich. <laughs> it's not a sin if you're the bread, it's only a sin if you're the meat, so she's a sinner. <laughs> a wholesome sinner. <laughs> Butters, you look like you got a haircut. You look like you trimmed up your beard a bit. Oh, very shocking clean. about I didn't know such things. This huh. is just how I look. Oh, very clean and handsome tonight. Unlike you, Jay Gold, who would never handsome. Well, that's not what my wife says. Well, no, you're right. It's not what my wife says. So <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, how is everybody uh, religious holiday of choice this week? Oh, it was uh, uh, riveting. My Passover was spent at AEW, which was uh, which was great. It was just a little long for uh, to bring a seven-year-old to it. At 6.45, they started that uh, um, AEW Dark. Eight o'clock, they went live. Ten o'clock, they turned off live. Ten thirty, they started ROH. And uh, the a thing I'm I'm only disappointed because I had to get her home was I missed Shibata wrestling live. I did not know he was going to be there. They didn't tell anybody what the card was, and I missed Shibata. So everything else in Ring of Honor was just kind of boring. But uh, I really wanted to see him wrestle. He's like one of the only uh, independent like uh, from the Americas that I haven't seen yet. Like, you know, I've seen Suzuki. I've seen a bunch of other guys. I'm going to see uh, uh, Yamashita this weekend when I go to the DP- DPW show, Deadlock Pro with uh, Dom and Koo. Uh, but I haven't seen Shibata. That would have been a great opportunity. So whatever, live and learn. But um, I did get to see the Mario Brothers movie, and that movie was fucking awesome. So that was great, too. I'm excited. I'm supposed to be seeing it this weekend. You're going to love it. It was awesome. It's every bit of nostalgia they give you. I mean, if it from my daughter who didn't really know what was going on as far as the music and everything, you just you pop for everything. There's a million Easter eggs. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait a couple weeks to see it. If my son got the play practice the next few weeks performing in the weekend of the twenty second, but well, birthday, as soon as you get a chance, you got to see it. It's great. It'll it'll make you happy. His birthday the thirtieth. Go to plan right now. Make it a birthday present, but. I think the only negative thing I've heard is some of the, a lot of the scenes don't breathe enough. They kind of just happen very quickly. Yeah, because it's like an hour and 20 minutes and it feels like it, but you don't need anything to really, there doesn't need, like the best part about it is there doesn't need to be any consequences to the movie and there aren't any. Like, you're like, okay, Mario Brothers. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, that was neat. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And then it's done and you're happy and you're like, that was awesome. Oh, also shitty that they didn't uh, credit Grant Kirkhope for the uh, DK rap, but that's that's besides that does nothing to do with the actual movie itself. Ah, uh, well, Donkey Kong is probably my favorite character in the whole movie. If that means anything to anybody who's seen it, I like that uh, Jay Hawk is rocking like an evil mustache now. <laughs> he said, you know "Watch out, Vince McMahon! I got this." <laughs> You know, I, I was going. To, I was going to shave when I got home from the Guardian game yesterday. But we took my w- wife to the Guardian game for her birthday. Got the club skate where all the food fucking included and shit. Oh, and nice! I like, and I don't think I'm ever going to get anywhere else if I can afford the ticket because that's fucking great. But 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 the game went 12 innings. By the time we got home, it's like I don't want to shave tonight. I'll I'll do it tomorrow. And then with everything going on today, I had a doctor appointment after work, and it's like if I'm going to get the recording done tonight, I need to take a nap now. So. I'm not going to shave tonight either. We'll keep up. To, we'll keep what happens tomorrow. 
I think Butters was saying you probably should get rid of the Snidely whiplash going on. I, I want to get rid of it. I have not had. I have. I have not had. I have not had time when I've actually been awake enough to to think I'm no, not going to. I'm out. not saying or, you should get rid of it. I, I, I am very in support of him having this mustache, and I think you should keep growing it. For the Mario movie, you grow like a Wario style mustache. <laughs> Dude, what if Jay Hawk just started growing it and then you like he so could twist it at the end and stuff like that? That'd be amazing. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should be the 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 mustache the Hanna Barbera villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Dick Dadley at the yes. end of the day. Yes, that would I work. Think that's what sure. you should do. That, yes, I'm serious. You should do it. You should keep the mustache. Wait, you know what? That reminds me. Did you ever work an AIW show or no, Jay Hawk? You've never worked I, one. I have never worked one. So you don't qualify for my uh my I do not call, I wrestling cheers draft. draft. No, damn it, that would have been amazing. I had some ideas for you, Jayhawk. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, unfortunately, unfortunately, no, not from lack of trying, but they go. Shit. But the problem is when you try to work for a company that's got their own school, they go with the school first if they can, which I get absolutely. Like I'm not upset about it, but well, all right, I forgive you. That's all right. I have some <laughs> ideas in case anybody know, wants to know what we're talking about. We'll be battling it out on wrestling cheers tonight as well. Yeah, you guys are doing back-to-back recordings. We got members only tonight. Then you guys are going to do wrestling cheers, the draft episode, uh, the IW guide draft episode, uh, and that We're doing comes that. out tomorrow on Thursday. So, um, but there is that uh, Deadlock Pro Show on Sunday, which um, I'm excited about. It's got a very, uh, very good card, and I get a chance to see Dom and Koo. I have not seen Violences Forever live in my life, so. That's going to be a great opportunity to hang out and, and see Dom. And we're bringing Austin from If You Catch My Grift. So that, that that's going to be even better. We're going to have a super crossover that night. And I hear a rumor that Stan from Burlington might be going. So it oh, is man. going to be something. Uh, what if he whips out that purple belt? I'm hoping he tries to get it signed. You never I know. Hope he, I hope he brings his best painting of Dom with him to hold up as Lance's <laughs> forever mixer entrance. <laughs> I'm sure he has so many good ones he can pick, but I, yeah. I, I trust he'll make the right choice. Yeah, he's been doing lots of art lately, to my understanding. So who knows? For me, from what I've heard, yeah, there's some some more art to be uh, discovered. Apparently, oh boy, maybe he'll get a, a crowd chant based on one of his haikus. <laughs> If we could get an entire Deadlock Pro Show going, uh, stand from Burlington with a clapping, that would be absolutely amazing. I think we might have to try it. Oh, that'd be great. All right, let's get into what's on this weekend. What's on, what's this, on weekend? this weekend? All right, Marky, you're handling the IWTV kind of thing. What we got coming up this week? So we have, as always on Thursdays, Wrestling Open going on at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. Then on Friday, April 14th, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, uh, St. Louis Anarchy. Uh, as they don't have a show name, it's just as seen on St. Louis Anarchy. Cool. Uh, anyways, the Gateway <laughs> Heritage Championship, uh, ne- Derek Neal will be defending against Dingo. Uh, for the Destination Championship, Christian Rose will be defending against Davey Vega. Billy Starks will be taking on Aaron Williams, plus much more. Then also Friday, 8 p.m. Central Time, Freelance rest- Freelance Wrestling presents Storm Grayson and the Legend of the Mexican Dragon. Uh, for the Freelance Championship, Storm Grayson will be defending against Nick Wayne. For the Freelance Legacy Championship, Brian Keith will be defending against Ricky Marvin. For the Freelance Tag Team Championships, the Bang Bros will be taking on Raju and Karam. And all Bussy will be in action against Laney Luck and GPA. Then on... Also on Friday, Friday's a busy night. It's the busiest night for IW uh, TV. 
Uh, SOS Pro Wrestling presents the Lost Shaker of Salt nice. for the SOS Pro Wrestling Championship. Malcolm Fe- Flex Pitfall. Wait, that's a very long name. Malcolm Flex Pitfall Jones. I think this is an error. I think it's supposed to be a triple threat because it just says Malcolm Flex Pitfall Jones and it just says Travis Williams or Ethan HD. So I think Malcolm's also involved in that match, unless that's just what they call their title. That'd be a very long name. <laughs> uh, for the SOS Pro Wrestling Tag Team Championship, the Academy versus the Banana Splits. Uh, we have the Bird taking on Eli Surge and a few more matches. And then finishing off with NSPW, the Great Encounter, coming out to you Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The only match they have announced is for the NSPW Tag Team Championship in a 30-minute Ironman match. It'll be VIB taking on the Untouchables. I don't know what you just said, kid, but it touched my heart. <laughs> I, I gotta give marcy credit she is completely prepared unlike when i tried to do it that one time marcy bravo right, over on the fight tv kind of thing if one of the week on fight where it's a big week but a lot of the big stuff behind the paywall uh, a couple of new japan shows on this weekend impact got a show on this weekend but for those of you with fight plus subscription or who want to subscribe for fight plus Ohio Valley Wrestling for again OVW Live number one two three four. That at their third. That the regular weekly TV. That third day seven o'clock at Galway on Saturday, April fifteenth at seven p.m. Ohio Valley Wrestling for again Blood and Steel live on Fight Plus. I don't have a lineup for that. And the other two live shows on the Fight Plus are GKW show Saturday at nine p.m. Eastern. GKW I can't feel my fate from Coggett, Illinois, and just a crack again. El Gringo Loco, Eric, and Commander. Jigihiro uh, Irai against Brian Keith. And I think uh, I think that one might be wrong. Davey Richard can play Critch and it's lifted, but I think that one's wrong. Card subject to change, baby. Card subject to change. <laughs> that match sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Onko in action, Nick Gage, Kevin Takeman, Bucky, and more. And then Sunday, April 16th, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. GKW present Red Mean Green. From Evansville, Indiana. Brian Keith against Calvin Tankman. Billy Rock and, and Stark against... Uh, I'm sorry, Billy Rock, Billy Stark, and Cole Radrick against the Second Gear crew. And I can't believe this is a thing, but the match in 2023. Bookie against Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich. Yeah. Nick Gage, Ryan Reed, Nick Wayne, Christian Blake, Jordan Oliver, among others on the card as well. So that's what's on Fight Plus this week. Hey guys, it's time for some fresh meat. Fresh meat. Big meat, man, meat. Fresh meat. All right, we got both of them on now. The uh, current Rise uh, Tag Team Champions. Uh, no, never lost, right? Never lost Warmer. them. Warmer. Yeah, we never oh. lost them technically, but technically we didn't lose them because the legal man was not end. But yeah. All right, we'll keep it as as technically they never lost. Uh, the AIW's uh, uh, number one contenders for the tag team titles. All around sweet fellas, the Pod Van Dam Wrestlers of the Year plaque owners, uh, members only. So thank you guys for coming. We really appreciate it. We know it's your uh, your first uh, first interview that you've, you've accepted. <laughs> we know how many requests you guys get, so uh, we're happy to have you on this week. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Pod Van Dam's loss is our gain. Ha ha. That's right. <laughs> Jonah is not happy that we got the interview, by the way. But yeah, he was very upset about it. But um, I'm going to start with what we call our uh, our housekeeping questions because this being 
being your uh, first, you know, your first interview uh, that people have heard you guys on, uh, what I'd like to do is kind of get a little bit of background from from you guys in your words. Give us a little bit of background on on when you started, um, and then we can kind of get into how you guys became a tag team. Um, I, I, I'm just give us an idea of the class you were in, and then we can kind of run from there. Oh, you, you want to start? Uh, yeah. Well, um, I started back in June of 2018, and then uh, I was in like the class with the Bitcoin Boys and Bulking Season, and so uh, yeah, that that was there were five of us, and then it turned into four of us quickly because I soon left. I was in college; it was my freshman year. I was taking a shit ton of credits and uh, kind of had to choose between school and wrestling for a little bit and school ultimately kind of, you know, won out and then I didn't have a car. So I was gone for about 10 months and then I came back in like June of 20, 2019. And that's now when was I met, that uh, Calvin. Yeah. And now who was, was that still the same class, so to speak, or did you, did you join in? They, with different- had, they had graduated and they had debuted in May of 2019. So when I came back, they had debuted, just debuted. And then like, there was no set class, I should say. Uh, like there were a ton of people, but there was no like real set class. And so, so you, you came back, Calvin, you started in that 2019 class. Um, how did that start for you? Yeah, I came in in April of 2019. So like right before they were about to debut. Um, okay. So I just kind of like just missed it. And like when I was coming in, it was just a lot of like inconsistent people in and out. And then, you know what I mean? So there, there was no, there was no one like coming up after like that Bitcoin class that was like actually going to be there and like trying to do. So it just kind of, now in the beginning, you, it was kind of weird. So you mentioned, so Malcolm, you mentioned that you were in college. Calvin, did you play any, did you guys play any college sports or did this bring you to your first, what was wrestling your first athletic, you know, foray as you got older or were you playing sports before that? Um, well, I did, I like, played, like as a kid, but like never in like college or anything. No. Okay. Yeah. I played hockey in like high school, middle school. That was about it. So you weren't. No, the, it wasn't like you were not familiar to contact and all. So, uh, what what was your your first? Uh, uh, I would say your first impressions of wrestling. Who got you into wrestling? And and have you been watching since you were a kid? Like a lot of these other, you know, a lot of the other talent who started as a child, going, yeah, I want to do that, or did it? did it not hit you until you got older that you wanted to try something like that? Uh, you want me to go? Yeah. You go. <laughs> uh, for me, I was like, I wasn't like really into wrestling. Like when I was really young. Um, and I just remember, I, I don't know what it was, but I remember this, it was an episode of SmackDown and it was the closing segment. It was Rey Mysterio and Batista doing like a contract sign for whatever they, whatever match it was going to be. And, uh, I just remember Ray flipping the table on Batista and like, in my mind, as a little kid, like he's my height, right? So, like, I just think, like, oh, like this fucking kid just flipped this table on his big ass dude. Like, I can do that. So, I instantly was like hooked on it. And then, like, I watch it and you see people like Cena and Edge and DX and all those people. Then you get into it and you just kind of go on, like, down like a rabbit hole, I guess, of like learning more about it. But yeah, that Ray and um, Batista shit. So, then when, when did you go instantly. from when did you go from that to I'm going to to the AIW school. How did it, how did that turn into AIW wrestling? Um, I actually, I met, I was, believe it or not, <laughs> I was in a gym, believe it or not. And, uh, I met <laughs> J-Rock um, and he was supposed to start a school or something and it never came around like, you know, over time. It, it kind of didn't out or whatever, but at that time there was no school um, and I was ready to start training. So I asked basically like where else 
in Cleveland it wasn't to train because the only thing when you Googled it at the time, you saw Mega, but like you didn't see anything else. Um, so I asked like, what was his recommendation? He said AIW. And that's kind of like how I ended up there. He sent me the email and then I reached out and then, you know, Dom had me come in, but that's, I got there just really by coincidence because I probably would have ended up at Mega, honestly. So, but so you weren't a lifer when it comes to, to wrestling. You weren't like, man, when I was a kid, the very my very first memory as a child was watching wrestling. Yours was, I, saw, I caught a match, I caught SmackDown, it, it caught my eye, and then I decided to try it later on in, in, in your, you know, it's, as you were going. It was like, I would say like it, the, the, the contract shit like hooked me. So like I would mm-hmm. watch it, but I don't think it was until like I got older where I was like, no, maybe like I'll actually try it. Like I don't think as a kid, like I really believed that I could do it in a way. So as as Charlie Butters likes so to ask, were you were you backyarding? No, just like oh. with my friends, like in our houses, like tearing our shit, like our parents shit up, but like never, you know, like actually like pursuing it or like trying to find it. Like as a, like when you, I feel like when you find WWE and you're not like actively like searching wrestling out besides like what comes on Mondays and Fridays, like you don't really know what else is even out there. So like I would even I would have never thought to be like oh like let me go and like try and find like backyard shit as a kid now malcolm were you were you what was your what was your journey to that spot so to speak how did you did you were you a wrestling lifer or no yes um so my dad is a big wrestling fan like like real big wrestling fan so he was always watching um you know wwe obviously is the first thing that you watch like one of my earliest wrestling memories is um wrestlemania 20 that opener with uh cena and big show that's one of my earliest wrestling memories and like kind of being hooked on John Cena, like most kids uh, my age at the time, like just hooked on Cena. Um, from there, like my dad, like I say, was a big wrestling fan. So um, he discovered TNA also. I think he was just flipping through channels one day and saw TNA. And I thought it was the coolest thing because it was a six sided ring. So like, you know, I was like, oh, this is pretty sick. Like the six sided ring and um, around like, first or second grade like we had a computer in my house so like i was able to like have access to the internet and i used to love like hardcore matches i thought hardcore matches were the best you know hitting people with chairs and stuff like that like a little maniac and through there i remember stumbling across like czw highlights or something like that and like being introduced to the tournament of death and i was like whoa this is insane i think that was like my first glimpse of like independent wrestling and then from there like my dad new people that were like wrestlers like this guy named Lamont Williams who was a local Cleveland wrestler at the time like Hard Knock Wrestling and like all the other Cleveland promotions like Firestorm I went to AIW shows um and like kind of discovered the Cleveland independent scene through there the like I think when I wanted to become a wrestler and like when I thought I could become a wrestler and I, I think I like tweeted about this after our match with euthanasia there was a match or there was a show for this promotion called uh, Pro Wrestling Ohio, PWO. And they used to run out of the Nautica Pavilion every year for like their big show. And uh, one of those one of those shows, it was a three-way between Johnny Gargano, Matt Cross, and Josh Prohibition. And I Great think, match, I was there. Yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, at the time, I think Matt was coming off of Tough and is Josh Prohibition. He's a legend. And so I saw like three guys from Cleveland – who weren't big, they weren't like, you know, you know, big in size and you know, Matt Frost is big in muscle. He's jacked. But like, I just saw these guys and it was such a great match. And I was like, well, if they can do this, I can do this. And so from there, like, 
you start getting into middle school and I feel like everyone has that like fall off with wrestling at some point. So for me, it was like around WrestleMania 30s when I started like fall off wrestling and I okay. came back around like 32 and like by the time I came back at 32, uh, I was like, yeah, I love this. And I started like there was an independent boom that was going on. So I was like, oh, you can do this on like the indies and stuff like that. And like, I think that's when I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go train. I want to do this. And I was willing to quit hockey. Like when I was, uh, I think I was a junior and I was like, I can start training now at the age of 16. And like Calvin said, the only place that ever really came up was mega. But after doing like a little bit more searching, you realize that like AIW had a school and, um, I emailed them and they were like, you're way too young. Wait till you're 18. So I did. At least they did the right thing there. They, they, yeah. (laughs) So then what got you guys put, who put you together and, and where did this tag team (laughs) kind of develop? Were you, did you want to do singles wrestling? Were you interested in doing it as a tag team from the very beginning? How did it get, how did this come together? Yeah. I didn't want to tag with this motherfucker. No, like, oh, uh, shit. I think everybody, when you first start wrestling, no one envisions themselves as a tag team wrestler. You know, everyone envisions mm-hmm. themselves as a singles wrestler. But um, and and Calvin correct me can correct me if I'm wrong. But we, when I came back and we met, we were similar in size and like kind of similar in athletic ability. So like whenever there was a drill, we would kind of just naturally pair off with each other. Yeah. And so one day, who was it that made the joke about us being a tag team? I believe it was Frankie Flynn. Yeah. Is who I felt like is the person that like really like put like, oh, these dudes should be the tag team. So Frankie yeah. Flynn so put you guys Frankie together. Flynn. Yeah. Frankie just Flynn. Like in training. Yeah. yeah. Just like in training. And he would like joke around about it and like about how he would man he was gonna manage us and like whatever. And just like, oh, oh yeah, man, haha. <laughs> you know, like yeah. all like all I'm thinking is a joke. And then yeah, fucking four years later, here we are. Yep. Sitting here. Stuck with this motherfucker the rest of my life. At this point. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, I mean, I I don't know if we need the hostilities as as you guys are not breaking up just yet. Let's let's talk about that first match. What was the what was your first what was your debut match on in AIW? Um, the first one was, was not well. Technically, I guess it was at PME. Yeah, at North King. But I would say uh, like our first like official debut match was nine to five at Sunny Days. Yeah, no, I, I remember um, that. So, so how did both. you guys? Fe- I, so the PME match was uh, uh, that match was was a lot. Like we didn't. First of all, we weren't supposed to wrestle PME on that show no. at all. Is a spoiler. Um, it kind of like came to minute, like came together like five ten minutes before like we yeah. had to go out. It's like yeah, you guys are wrestling PME. It's like oh shit. And like yeah, at this point, we felt everything. like like any opportunity that we got, like we had to like do. The best that we could possibly do it like we were trying to get our debut match so it was like oh like this is like as close as we're getting at this point is like we like we have to do good in this match like if we don't like at this point it's like fuck like at this point like it's our fault right so it's like just yeah. like shit we were sitting ourselves i guess i remember mikey being in the crowd and uh he said something to malcolm <laughs> and malcolm called him he said i looked like a microphone <laughs> and did you and what did you say back to him because i say you, you look like worldwide son because at the time his hair <laughs> was his hair blonde. was blonde yeah. yes and uh that got a huge pop from everybody so i i still remember that so 
And so, so how did you feel? Did you have, did, when you get that debut, you get that under your belt, you get, now you get pushed into that match against nine to five. Well, and that was at the Odeon, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did that feel going through the Odeon curtains and, and performing in front of that crowd? Cause that's, that's such a different story than, than North Canton. Um, I would say for me, I, I feel like that one, I had less pressure. Like it felt like less pressure in a way, just because like, it, it kind of felt like we got the first one out of the way like doing the match with PME and then like he got to wrestle PB also on that set. So yeah, I felt like, like to kind of like, like we got like the introduction, like out of the way is like what it felt like and like getting like the post in, like we already debuted. So I think like, like the first match, like kind of like jitter that like we would have had normally wasn't there at least for me, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I you don't didn't feel, like, you didn't I feel don't... any different. You didn't feel like it was a different, a different world when you, uh, when you went from from North Canton, I mean, you, I know you get out some of those butterflies, but then now you're streaming, you're on IWTV at the time, you know, you're in front of that hostile crowd, so to speak. You know, I know you have, you probably had a lot of friends and, and backers there, but did it did it feel different? Did you just go to yourself, holy shit, like this is it? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't I don't feel like it did just for the simple fact of like I felt I think I felt ready for it. Yeah, like, like I feel like that PME match kind of like proved that like we could kind of like that we could do it in a way yeah. it was like, especially like, the no, circumstance like, like, of like, it yeah it was like like this is like the right thing for us right now like like we're ready for it so i don't i wasn't like worrying about like any of like the normal stuff like you have like with your first match because it was like we did like some other stuff like some smaller promotions before and then like in their pme was just kind of like i right, like like we're here like now it's like it's our time to like kind of show what we can do i remember being nervous like maybe a little bit before doors open for that sunny day show. I remember like texting my dad because he asked me like how, how I'm feeling. I was like, I'm kind of nervous. And uh, he like just responded with like, why? He's like, this is what you wanted. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted. Like, what the fuck am I nervous for? And so I think <laughs> like, yeah, you just, there are were those initial nerves, but like by the time like our music hit and we walked through the curtain, I think everything just kind of like, dis- those nerves like dissipated almost immediately. Yeah. Did you get some feedback after that match? Was uh, with Dom, Derek, those guys? Were they, you know, were they telling you what what was going on after that? What did you What did you hear after that match? Um, I remember the first thing that they told us. I forgot if it was Dom or Derek. Somebody was like, "Hey guys, you know, so don't be upset." But the stream went out because I remember <laughs> like that was the first thing we were so worried about, like the streaming and stuff like that. <laughs> Because, like, in our minds, like, we're on the same show as, like, I think, who who's on Anthony Green and, like, Lee was on that show and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're thinking, like, all right, we're on the same show with them. Like, we kind of got a show out. And the first thing that we heard when we came back was, like, yeah, the stream went out. Did that stream go out? Because I don't even, I don't remember that. Yeah, the first half of the yeah. show, like, didn't air at all. And the second half, they, like, only had the hard cam. That's right. I Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a shitty way to uh, make a... Uh, debut so to speak <laughs> oh the, my god the one thing i remember like when we came back to the curtain was mance was on that show oh yeah and, like we were walking back and like he just walked past us and he was like hey like, you guys killed that shit and like for us like being students like we like made relationships with people like him engaged in justice and like dudes like that so like to get that from him like we knew that you had to earn it so it was like just getting that from Mance. it was like damn it kind of makes you feel good about it yeah. that's bit. pretty great that's pretty great. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to to the rest of the team. Butters, Jayhawk, Marcy, you got you want to go next? Want to go what next? Okay. I'll go ahead and go. I only have a couple of questions here. Uh, first off, love the white gear you guys wound up wearing again. Bitcoin at the last show. 
But up Thank until you. that, you really have like Phoenix Gun inspired gear. I, I get what's the inspiration for that Phoenix Gun? Sons of Four. Yeah, Sons of Four, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just as simple as that. CP3. When that Nuggets fan got the shit beat out of him by the uh, by the Suns <laughs> fan, <of> the fans. <laughs> I, yeah, all right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, also, uh, you guys got the opportunity to work with Jeff Jarrett and actually make him an honorary member of Member Only. What goes into <laughs> being an honorary member of Member Only? Like, what if I won one of those cards? It's really whatever we decide, honestly. Yeah, really. Like, we have criteria. like a ton of yeah. We have yeah. a ton of like honorary third members. Yeah. Shout out to Zay yeah. Garcia. Yeah, it just depends on like you know who you are. Yeah, if we, we, we can talk about it. We can talk about yeah, we it. Can't, we can't. For a lot of the Maybe. fans, they can buy a membership card for I don't know for yeah, I don't decide. know how much it's worth for them. You know. Yeah. Are we yeah. are we, we selling decide. those? Is that is that what's going on? Kind of like the uh, GCW cards. Are they like you you selling those too? Might as well. GCW have cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they have they have cards. Yeah. yeah. They have everything. They're, so I think what it is is you guys need to have a referee in your pocket. Right. And well they have they have they have a uh, coach over there. They, they yeah, do, they but they also might need Jayhawk as backup and he can grow his mustache Ooh. out and he can have the little twirly <laughs> mustache to be a member of members only. So <laughs> all three of you could grow mustaches and then you can all kind of link up together through your mustaches. It would be something completely different. What? <laughs> you need you need you need the troubleshooting referee that follows the rule, but uh, but somehow duck and ski the other team actually following the rule. Yeah, how that yeah that's right. Yeah, that's okay. a good that's a good plan. Like now, let, let me like let, let me let me ask you guys one uh, a more serious question. I you, the last year or so, maybe year and a half, you had some. You guys got red hot for a little bit and you cooled off. What do you think was what was going on as far as you guys uh, getting to where you were now? Because right now you guys are as hot as you. You've been in a very long time. You know, you, you're wrestling against uh, Bitcoin. You, you guys are, are pretty much the number two, you know, the number one contenders, number two on the in the tag team roster um, with kind of uh, bulking season kind of falling back a little bit and, and PME and their own stuff. You know, how did, how have you guys grown in the last year and a half to where you've gotten to this point? You just started. Honestly, I think just trying to get out there as much as we can. Um trying to rest. I know the back half of last year for us was almost like wrestling every weekend, like almost every weekend. So I think just uh, trying to get out as much as we can, trying to wrestle as much as, as much as possible every weekend. And then like, you know, training, uh, you know, getting more comfortable. Uh, I think we always want to try new stuff too. So having that in our back pocket that we can just kind of whip out whenever it's uh, something else we're trying to really work on as a team right now. Yeah, the work you guys have been doing in, in 880 has been very good too. You know, I think linking up with Derek and uh and Big Sam has been has been good for you guys. That that short term uh uh feud, you know, with streaming, you can continue stories as you go. So seeing that that Cleveland versus Pittsburgh feud has been very good for you guys, I think, over in at 880 as well. Derek is another like key role. You know, Derek and Dom are both guys that like it's great to have them as trainers because we know that we can go to them and they'll give us, you know, good advice and that they, they won't like bullshit us and they won't blow smoke up our ass. And like, if we need to work on something, they're going to let us know. It's not, they're not going to let us, you know, coast, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You got to have your, the, and you couldn't have two better instructors right there. Those guys have seemed to have really found a niche as far as finding talent, cultivating talent. You know, you guys are, 
are have, have are just leaps and bounds from when you first started. So it's it's very impressive to see the uh, the the growth here. Um, Marcy, you want you want to go? I don't mean to step over your you know all of us as I do normally. So <laughs> do, you, do you have any more questions, Jared? Before I go, no, go for it, Marky. Uh, so yeah, uh, a few weeks ago or about a month or two ago, we had Shaw Mason on. Uh, Malcolm, he made some uh, comments about your uh, vinyl collection. Actually, I have the exact quote. Okay. Malcolm Cambridge doesn't have a better vinyl collection than me. Malcolm Cambridge doesn't know anything about music. I'm not saying that Earl Sweatshirt is bad, but I'm saying is if you come with come at me with my your gladiator and my gladiator and your gladiator is Earl Sweatshirt, we're not talking music. We're an equal opportunity show. Here's your chance to rebuttal. My gladiator (laughs) is not Earl Sweatshirt, for one. Earl Sweatshirt is a favorite of mine. Don't get me wrong. And as for the vinyl collection, I think right now I'm up to somewhere around like 85, 90 vinyls. I admittedly it is a small collection, but Shaw, what Shaw Mason neglects is that he has hookups at the exchange. It's not hard to have a big vinyl collection when you have hookups at the exchange, which is a vinyl store, which is a store where you can get vinyls. Okay, it's not. It's really not that hard. And nope. he's ask him about Eminem. Ask like if you say. Oh, we heard him. He told us. M&M. Yo, oh he told God. us about Eminem. Sure, he said yeah, that that no. was his favorite. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The dude who hasn't released a good album since what, two thousand nine? And I'm being oh, I was gonna say I was gonna that. say ninety nine, ninety eight, yeah. ninety nine, but being you know. generous with saying two thousand nine. <laughs> no better but, than MGK, but that's, no, yeah, that's no. brutal. Oh, boy. Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, God. Earl Sweatshirt Show is amazing. a favorite of mine, but he's not my top guy. Like I would go along the lines of someone like, you know, an MF Doom. I love Tyler the Creator. Uh who else who else? Who else could I say? Outside of that, you know, I love the Wu Tang Clan, uh, Childish Gambino, for a matter of fact, and like it's just Kendrick Lamar is also like an all time go to me, J. Cole. It, it's just it baffles me that I say <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt, that's the one he wants to pick because he knows his top guy hasn't released anything relevant since 2009, and so he'll go after Earl Sweatshirt, some niche. Uh, well, I'm sure if you guys know who Earl Sweatshirt is, but he's uh, you know, he's a bit of an experimental rapper, so you know, you're not going to hear his stuff on the radio anytime soon. No, you got me. I, I don't listen to any. I don't know who that is. I'm I'm stuck by 99. Also, I stopped out, listening to Shout hip-hop. out to JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, the Scaring the Hose Volume 1 tape just dropped, and it's really good. I just heard a few well, tracks of it. It's so sick what I've heard so far. Can Westside Gun make us a theme song? Yeah, and shout out to Westside Gun, too, yeah. and all Griselda, like for that man? matter. I've been tweeting at him for a minute now to make us uh, – <laughs> a custom theme song and you know he just doesn't respond and then one day uh come home and i turn on aew and i see daniel garcia's coming out and who's who's coming out with them but what's yeah. that gun that i called calvin in the like match and i called him mad as hell i was like so he has no time to respond to me but daniel garcia i get it i get it i get it <laughs> it's cool maybe he hasn't seen your matches streaming on fight tv plus maybe you'd like yeah. us to bother him and make it get a song for you you know max cast yeah. to write songs you could get max to write one for you i want sure. what's that gun i want no disrespect He's to max Caster. i just i love west side gun <laughs> Max Kester oh. did do the song to the end of Wrestling Cheers. I mean, you know, if, if that's not something, I mean, you know, we could make it happen somehow. I think he did Bobby Orlando's song, too. He sure did. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for all those listening, if you can go uh, bother West Side Gun on Twitter, on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, and let them know, like, members only really wants a custom song. I think a hashtag is in the, yeah, I think a hashtag is in the, uh, in the future. Sposto's really good with uh, 
making that happen. So I think we should Let's go, Joe. S- start yeah. doing it. Let's. Uh, we'll lead the charge with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, you guys pros, you've been known to talk a lot of shit, whether it just be insults, uh, funny names for your opponents. I personally love the the come boys for money shot. Uh, <laughs> what would you say your favorite insult that you've hurled at someone is? I just made a kid cry at eight eighty. Yeah, just a couple cool. weeks ago, or at the last show. Yeah, I, I there was there kids, kids at eight eighty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's like only like two though. Yeah, it's the same two. They just stand right in the front row. But go ahead, nice tell, tell them tell them about the third kid yeah. that decided to show up. What'd you so do there you? was a third kid that decided to show up, and um, he was standing with like the Reese Hayes crowd. And so I, I gave Reese a boot scrape in the middle of the, the elimination tag match. And I looked dead in this kid's eyes, and he's wearing glasses. And I was like, fuck your glasses. And I tag out, <laughs> and I'm laughing. I'm having a great time. I'm not thinking anything of it. And then I look over, and the kid is taking his glasses off and putting it in his jacket pocket. And he has to be no older than, like, maybe eight, nine years old. And oh, I, no. I tag I look over to uh, Calvin and I look over to Derek. I was like, hey, I think I just made that kid take his glasses off. And I, I kind of felt bad after that because, you know, I'm not trying to give the kid a complex issue. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I think that there's might only- be the meanest thing I've done. Yeah. 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 There's only sometimes, you know what? Sometimes these kids need to be told, you know, life is hard. So you got you to gotta, you gotta take a beating every once in a while. There's nothing wrong with it. It's good to learn early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn it's hard early. That's what I say. Butters, what um, do you got? Oh, wait, I got one more. I got. Oh, sorry, Mars. Sorry, oh, Mars. Wait, wait, Calvin. What's the meanest thing you've said? Um, I don't know. I don't think I've actually said it yet. If that's a oh, good man. answer, like yeah, some I stuff, I... like I keep in the vault just because I feel like it's too far. Yeah, but you guys are wholesome. With me the other day, yeah. Tommy and I talked to me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, you gotta you gotta tone back sometimes. Sometimes you say stuff and it just steps a line. I'm like, okay. Right. Who told you that? <laughs> Dom. What? I don't. I what was like it last, last week? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last yeah, time yeah, you uh you 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 verbally assaulted somebody out there at training? Uh, <laughs> in the real in, yeah. the, in the real world, just does it every day walking down the street. I remember when he verbally assaulted Justin Summers. <laughs> Which time? Uh the first yeah. time, the very first time at the Odeon. When I told him to remember our names. Yeah. Because I was standing right next to him and I was laughing so hard. That was so good. He does now. He does now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still waiting on those plaques. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> we'll, we'll ask him. We're going to be on a little bit later on Wrestling Cheers. We'll find out where the plaques went. But yeah, yeah we are uh, so habitual mad. shit talkers. You know, leaders of the JDL has me. Nice. Yeah. And then last thing, I love the merch game. Uh, you mentioned the business cards or the membership cards. I love the lighters, especially now that you have these ones that do not have like a lot of little lighters have like that weird like plastic peel, but this is just printed on them. Love them. Uh, so my question is, when are we going to get the members only booty shorts? Something for the ladies, you know? <laughs> That's a great. Does, you know does Brainbuster Teeth do that? And we tried. They don't. <laughs> We've tried oh. so many times. So many I'll times. Work. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. We'll, it we'll works on it works on multiple levels. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Me, me and MC, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll make it happen. So, Malcolm, when we talked uh, at the Cleveland show, you did mention that you did backyard wrestling. So, what what backyard wrestling did you do? Um. So I lived 
when I was doing backyard wrestling, I lived in this like apartment complex. So we, it wasn't necessarily backyard wrestling was on the playground, but there was a group of us that, um, we all watched wrestling and we all had like the little plastic belts. So I had the, um, the 92 like winged eagle wwf belt that was like one of the plastic ones a kid across the hall had a smoking skull belt and then there was one kid he was real lucky he was the coolest because he had two tag belts not just one two and they matched it wasn't like different so like (laughs) we had the heavyweight title we had the smoking skull title and we had tag belts and we would just like wrestle and the cool part about it is that like if you won the belt you took it home like, you didn't give it back at the end of the day and, like, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. Like, no, you took it. I think the smoking skull belt was contested under 24-7 rules, but someone fell down the stairs in the apartment, so we had to kind of, like, nix that for a little bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was, like, I think it was, like, a three-time. I, I had my belt, the winged eagle belt, three times. I had the smoking skull belt one time, and then I had, like, the tag belts five times. Me and my one friend. Rayshon, shout out to Rayshon, wherever he is. I haven't seen him since like third grade. We used to <laughs> fuck people up. There was no stopping us. Hope he's listening. Maybe this will get you guys yeah, back yeah, together he's again. Member, yeah, he could he's be wherever he is. He's the next one. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any pre-show rituals that you do before you go out? Uh, you have one for sure. Uh oh yeah, I listen to Kids Push by Lupe Fiasco before every match. I have a playlist yeah, of songs that like calms me down. And, like, I left a little note on Spotify, like, you know, how you can leave notes on your playlist, and it says, um, breathe and remember that there was a time where you just wanted to be a wrestler, because sometimes you can really work yourself up or, like, get caught in, like, the stress of stuff, and then you just kind of got to sit back and remember, like, that five-year-old me, the kid that was watching WrestleMania 20, would have been stoked to see what I'm doing now. So, like, Kick Push is, like, one of those songs that, like, I don't know, I love it, and I feel like uh, I can relate to it a lot. So I listen to it before every match. Wow. What a fucking answer that was. So much <laughs> meaning behind yours. No, mine though, I literally, I don't do anything. I just kind of like go off into my own world, have my ears plugged. And like, I like to kind of like be by myself and like think to myself. And that's like, that's it. It's not like anything like super special or like sentimental. Like his was really good. Damn. I need to find a song that makes me feel like a kid again. Damn. <laughs> that was good. What a guy. What is the worst ring name you've ever heard? <laughs> Jesse Jeans. Jesse Jeans. <laughs> that far. <laughs> That's the by far the worst one. Yeah, okay. was that? The legend killer Jesse Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> the lunatic friend Jesse Jeans. It was we, we it was XVW before we ever had like our first AIW match. And it was we were just like the locker room was like this like back alley of like this hall building like whatever it was and um like we're just standing there changing this dude walks up and like no like it was kind of like one of those promotions was like if you show up you kind of like you're just on the show like whatever yeah uh and he just like walks up and, like we've never seen him a day in our life and he's like hey man like are you guys on the show tonight and like we're like yeah like you know whatever and he's like oh like yeah i'm a wrestler too but i just like if i take one bump my spleen might explode and just walked away. <laughs> we were like, we just looked at each other like, what the fuck? Like, all right, whatever. And he comes back and he's like, hey, like, can I manage you guys tonight? And we were like, no, bro, like, we're good. He's like, okay. Then after the match, he comes back and then he starts like going into like his life story about like how he came up with his character and how like he was going to use the lunatic fringe. But then Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose. 
<laughs> that he was going to use the legend killer, but then Randy Orton used it. Pretty much and every that gimmick that he had was already used by somebody in the WWE. <laughs> what? Wait, wasn't Randy Orton using like the legend killer in like 2004? Yes. Yeah. It's like that episode of South Park where Butters is trying to think of evil stuff to do. And then uh, General Disarray's like, Simpsons did it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. Okay, so let's do some word association. <laughs> uh, well, start with uh, money shot. Senators. Come, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the main event. Tall. The shit. Rip City Shooters. <laughs> Adrenaline. Yeah. What energy. Those motherfuckers. Holy shit. H2V2. Huh. Wow. Just one word or can I use multiple? You can use multiple. Yeah. Okay. Um, ass whooping. Yeah. So you whoop the ass so much. Like, All the just, time. At this point, it's just getting ridiculous. Like, you beat the shit out of them. They just keep coming back for more. It's ridiculous. They're like the one team that like we just fucking destroy. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Stay down. All right, sorry. The production. <laughs> oh, I don't like theater kids. <laughs> I don't like theater kids. Uh, balking season. Bald and fat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's perfect for them, actually. <laughs> Damn. All right. The Bang Bros. Cool as hell. Um. Yeah, I guess that too. But like, I will. I want to fight them. So yeah, I really do want to do them. Whenever the they're not scared, you know, or doing whatever else they do, they're doing. Yeah. Uh, PME. Uh, weird because yeah, PME a couple years ago was said like Big Brothers. PME now they're kind of kind of assholes. Yeah, yeah. They used to be cool. The Bitcoin boys, bitches, bro. Yeah, straight up bitches. (laughs) I have no respect for the Bitcoin boys. You kidding me? The Duke, the fucking worst. (laughs) Fonzie, Daddy, the man. Yeah, everybody loves Fonzie, bro. Yeah, Jocelyn Navarro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, laughter. <laughs> yeah, John Thorne, the boss, boss man. man. Yeah. Okay, so I know you we guys fight him too, though. Hold on, we want to fight yeah. him too, though. Let's just yeah, throw that out. Need... So you know. All right. I heard his. I heard his chops. I heard he chops pretty well. I heard yeah. those are tough. We'd like to find out. Yeah. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> all right. So uh, I know you guys love um, Pod Van Dam, and they used to do the the wrestling sleaze list. So for one night only, I'm going to bring it back. Sick uh, for you guys, um, since you didn't get to do Pod Van Dam. All right, is so this I'm- the burial ground? What's the sleaze list? I don't remember. Allegedly, 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 a list started by allegedly Tony Khan. Just talking about all the rumors of all the really leaky shit that's happened in wrestling. Oh, okay. This, this thing and this thing was fucking long. Like, no, now, <laughs> yeah, now I remember. Now I remember. Okay, okay. So on the wrestling sleeves list number one forty five, Sonny and Candido had a three way with Jake Roberts for some of his crack. Do you believe that? Do you think it's real? Whoa. Yeah, that sounds like something that would be like on beyond the mat. Sounds something that Sonny would do. Yeah, or would be involved in. Okay. Really? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Take a while to go. My kind I mean, of girl. Jake, Jake did talk about like doing like all types of stuff and be on the mat. So yeah, that sounds like something that could yeah. Huh. Okay, and number one ninety two. 
Uh, Brian Pillman was a definite racist. Do you think he was actually a racist? No. Pillman? He was running with the Hart Foundation, and the Hart Foundation was like real big on, on not being racist. Bro, I see. Based as fuck. I don't see Bret Hart surrounding himself with people that aren't based as fuck. And we've had some interactions with his, with his kid. Yeah, yeah Tillman Jr. I would cool. say I would say probably not. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, it is now time for we got anybody Wait, anything else. I got one more. Oh my god, because Josh! I, I know I know how close you guys are to 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 coach to Porter O'Shea. And yeah. I, got, I know that you guys travel with him. Give yeah. us your best Porter O'Shea travel story. Maybe Porter called in <laughs> and he could, and they could tell it when Porter calls in. Okay. Look, I'm just yeah. trying to do something. It's, it's obvious to me that Butters is trying to get a little bit of negativity in my direction from my line of questioning, but I'm going to keep it positive <laughs> and say, yes, let's go to the voicemails so that these fellas can answer them. Let's go. <laughs> I think he's telling you coach called in. I know coach he called in. He told me he called in. It's not going to be a surprise. Pretty, I'm, he's gonna, he's these gonna are his kids. I bet, uh, I bet $20 he's calling those dumb dicks. Well, you, can, you, you can ask them who they do travel with because that is one of your questions. Who they normally yeah. travel with as a carload, who's their favorite. You can do that. There you <laughs> go. He just asked the question. So you guys go right ahead. Who do you travel with and who your favorite? Uh, is a, there's um, a constant rotation. Yeah, I would say, I would say fairly consistently. Uh, I, I think Jocelyn is one of them. One of the people that we travel with, uh, Shelby Wilder, Sam Holloway, who else? Zay Garcia, Derek Dillinger is always in our car. And then um, I'd say that's it for the most part. Broner's occasionally in there. Okay. All right, first up for voicemails is the other JB. Hey there, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here, just calling in on a Saturday here. So y'all have uh, Malcolm Cambridge and Calvin G. Lewis in studio. Not only are they members only, but they are part of the uh, greatest uh, faction that's taken over the Great Lakes region, the 27 Club. So um, I would ask um, the panel and... Malcolm and Calvin themselves, um, if you were to put yourself, which 27 club member you think you bear the most resemblance to, um, whether that's physically, vibe, anything like that. Um, I'd say that personally, um, when I was growing out my hair, um, when I was at the right length, I felt like I had a little bit of a Jim Morrison look to it. Um, so I would put myself there for the moment, but... Open my open it up to uh, everyone on the panel. Uh, let me know. Okay. So, who of the actual twenty-seven club do you think you bear the most resemblance to? Right now, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. But if I can keep growing yeah. my hair out and get it all matted and dread it out, I can probably put Basquiat. Oh. Man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that's something I've ever thought about before. I don't know. Tell, tell me. You guys tell me. Cause, cause um, I, don't I don't really don't know, man. That's, that's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I'm saying. There's only like a handful. I mean, I mean maybe if you're... We're going, uh, if we're going based off vibes, he's definitely like a Kurt Cobain type. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I'm cool with that. I'll take that. I'll take it. Josh is definitely yeah. a uh, Janis Joplin. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow my hair out at all. It's all gone. I got nothing on this one. Well, who who the rest of y'all think now? You think you are, Jared and Charlie? Everybody I mean, that everybody that I resemble made a path twenty seven. I don't think I can answer the question. It can also be on vibes. Remember, that's, I mean, people tell thought. me I look like Seth Co- Cobain is Cobain's my favorite of all of them. <laughs> I'm Wonderwan has been my favorite band for a really long time. So I mean, I obviously just pick Kurt Cobain because I mean that's what kind of like made me really even like the idea of a group called the Twenty Seven Club, and then like when Derek came to me with the uh, entrance music and stuff and like, I wanted to do something with it. Cause like it had Nirvana in it. So it's, it's, that's my vibe for sure. Um, I think for me, it would either also be Cobain or Amy Winehouse. I don't know. I have Co- shout Cobain. Out to Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Shout out Amy Winehouse. Oh my God. That's a good one. Because I couldn't go back and forth. Who would be cuter in a dress, but yeah, no, either <laughs> one of them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that would be my choice. Uh, also, I was, uh, speaking of JB, I want to give give them a shout out. Uh, going through a big change, starting your journey and transitioning. I'm so proud of you, babe. So glad that you're going to see the progress you're going to make. So happy for you. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Up next is your one of your trainers, uh, Derek Dillinger. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hello, Charlie Butters. It's Derek Dillinger, one half of the AIW Academy trainers. Um, I have a question for Calvin and Malcolm, both of them. Um, I assume there's going to be a lot of calls because, you know, they are the world-famous Pod Van Dam plaque winners. Um, but I don't want my messages to be back-to-back. Um, can you put this after the other JV's message? I do want to give the other JV some uh, credit here. Uh, the other JV's hair, very luxurious. So let's put that over. Let's appreciate that. Um, but now let's get down to brass. <laughs> Main question for Malcolm and Calvin, both of them who are on the line, is um, I don't know if they've touched this or have gotten into this, but we we went through a very traumatic, very, very traumatic um, situation. And it, it could have been rough. It could have been, you know, heartbreaking. It could have been a very sad story. Um, but Alex, Malcolm, oh, and Calvin both about our return to America from Canada. It was very, very, very rough. So um, I hope they do the story justice. Um, and I love you guys. All right, bye. Okay, yeah, that was... Get back, from America, back into America from oh, Canada. Yeah, we almost died. Oh, my God. Oh my we almost God, died. Murk. So you so, want to tell me you want me to tell it? I'll, I'll start it. You can finish it. Okay. To sum it, Derek almost got us killed by Border Patrol in Canada. <laughs> yeah. And it could have been really, really bad. It, oh, dude. And luckily, we made it back and we didn't die on the Canadian American border. Like, you can't just leave it at that. Tell yeah, the story. I'll, I'll let him tell it. So, the, uh, this was on a Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. We're driving back on Sunday, the night before uh, Derek had a show at enjoy so we went with them to enjoy and then uh the following day we were going to greek town wrestling 
up in Ontario. And so we went to Greektown, our first time in Canada, international superstars. We defended the Rise Tag Team Championships, making them the Rise World Tag Team Championships. Damn right. You know, everything's going great. Uh, we go out to dinner with uh, Channing Decker, Sonny Kiss, Shout out Channing and a bunch Decker. of other people. And so now it's time to go. So we're driving from London, Ontario, back down to uh, – we're going through the Michigan. We're going back down to Michigan. Um, yeah. And as we are heading towards uh, the United States border, we start playing, like, real American and, like, uh, was America <laughs> yeah, from Team America World Police and stuff like that. Cause, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're back home. Listen. We were getting real patriotic in that motherfucker. And so <laughs> we start nearing the border and like the the way that like normal cars are supposed to go, like we kind of drove past it, but that's because the GPS was telling Derek, like, no, go this way. <laughs> so Derek's just following the GPS. And so we end up in line with like a bunch of like semi trucks, right? And we make it to like the little, you know, the little border thing. Border patrol dudes like hand us your passports and Derek's trying to explain to him like, Hey man, I don't think we're supposed to be here. You know, the GPS told us to come this way. We hand him our passports. And then as we're handing him the passports, <laughs> three like squad cars come up and like block us off at the gate. Right. Like they're blocking us off. So there's nowhere to go. They come out and they are rolling up on our car with hands on guns. They're like, put your hands on the dashboard. And we're like, what? Like, hands on the dashboard. And we're like, all right, fuck it. And they pull. some of them had guns out. Some of them didn't. They make us get out of the car. They are pulling the car apart. Uh, we're standing with hands up. And the dude is like, do you have any drugs? Do you have any weapons? And that like really grilling <laughs> oh, us. And we're, like, and we're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, dog, we're trying to explain. They're just not having it. But we're trying to explain to them, like, yo, we made a wrong turn. I promise we're not here to do anything bad. We just want to go home. And I think at one point they took the pic. They started like patting us down to make sure we didn't have anything. The dude took the pick out of my pocket for my hair and threw it on the ground. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's mad disrespectful right there. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't want to get Swiss cheese. And so uh, I think at, he saw the look in our eyes at one point. One of them did. And he realized like, oh. They're not, they're not doing anything bad. They really are just trying to get home. And so um, they were like, yeah, we stopped you guys because, you know, people are coming in with weapons and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. Thanks for complying. And in that moment, I was like, motherfucker, you have your guns out. We had no other choice. <laughs> and so we get back in, and it's kind of like silent for a couple minutes. And then we just started playing Real American again. And playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, here's the real question. Were the Border Patrol Guards Canadian or American? They were American. Yeah. Figures. Yeah. And, like, I would have understood if they were, like, yeah, we're just checking to see if, like, people have drugs or something. But they're, like, we're just checking to see if people have weapons. Like, who goes to Canada? To go get weapons and bring them back down. Yeah. Gotta get those hunting bows, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, much much bigger check of people bringing back alcohol from Canada than weapon. I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. But there could have been like a members only in Derek Dillinger Memorial Tournament had that gone. Oh, yeah. God. Had that gone wrong. 
27 Club for real, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next is Josh's brother, Sam. Nice. He hasn't called in yet. No. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's uh, Sam Gold. Uh, hey. Hey, Josh. Your brother hey. calling. Um, yep. <laughs> I just wanted to call because I saw that you had uh, members only on this week. Uh, great tag team. I think, unfortunately, um, Calvin on this show has not gotten quite the uh, quite the love that Malcolm seems to get from some people. <laughs> so I just wanted to call in and say, Calvin, I love you, bro. I saw <laughs> the, uh, what was it, a uh, tope, uh, suicida, or whatever you did uh, through the uh, through the middle ropes. Weeks ago at AIW, and that was awesome. So um, I just wanted to call in and give a nod. I don't think that uh, I think Calvin doesn't get the love that uh, that Malcolm gets. So um, way to stay so, positive, Sam. Just wanted to do that. Uh, show's been okay for the past <laughs> few weeks. Uh, it's a little, little tough to listen to at times, but um, you know what the hell? Uh, you guys are doing your best. Okay, love you. Bye. Yeah, it's mostly tough to listen to in that stand so, guys on. If, but if Calvin would like the love that uh, I get from Stan from Burlington, he he can definitely, definitely have it. You know, at first with Stan, and I'm sure we're going to hear from him. Uh, at first, it was very flattering because I have a list of the things that he said about me uh, preparing for the show. And at first, it started out with me being a national treasure. And I was like, all right, that's a bit excessive, but you know, cool whatever and then you know it goes to him having you know suggestive photos of me which i'm wondering how or where the cameras are in my house that like you can have those <laughs> pictures of me uh then it comes to him making paintings of me in yeah. suggestive uh poses which is kind of you know creepy then he painted me if i'm not mistaken painted me as christ yep yes he did he sure did pretty i, I mean that's cool they think some got like but yeah it's kind of yeah. It's kind least, of creepy, not going to lie. Well, I like that Sam, that, that my brother brings the positivity for Calvin and without <laughs> all the creepiness that comes along with what happens when Stan calls in. So, yeah. you know, thanks, Sam. Thanks, we we Sam. appreciate it. Yeah. And Sam is my favorite Herb Abrams lookalike. But. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. <laughs> and yes, Stan definitely did call in and it's like a four minute message. So, oh, God. Oh, we will get there. Uh, up next is uh, Derek Dillinger again. Hello, this is Derek Dillinger, AIW Intense <laughs> Champion. Um, the trainer, the man, one half responsible for both members, only members, um, Calvin G. Lewis, Malcolm Cambridge. My question is for both of them. Um, they have a lot of insight because they're very smart and they're very, very wise. They have their eyes on the eyes on everything, eyes on the prize. Um, so, Malcolm, Calvin, what is Artie Mac's favorite Jay Z song? Thank you. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You, you want you, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I don't think it's Otis. I I don't think it's Otis, but I do believe it's. I don't think it's. A, I don't. I don't think it's Blueprint. Oh no! It is definitely no. on Watch the Throne. It, yeah, it is. Shit. Oh. Uh, um, has to do something with like a European country. <laughs> it's Paris, right? It's yeah, 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 yeah. Man, yeah. Man, fuck, who, who's in, who's in Paris? 
Who was in Paris? I guess we got to ask Arthur, Arthur McArthur can call in. He knows. Yeah. Next time you have Arthur on, ask him who's in Paris. Yeah, ask him some who's fellas? in Paris. He'll tell you. And I, ju- I just realized. I just realized. I said European country. I meant to say European city. My bad. It's okay. It will be. Oh, oh, and don't let Arthur McArthur say um, French people because that is his go-to. Yeah. As a, as a no, let him give you your his real answer. Make sure it's his real answer. The song title. Yeah. <laughs> the explicit <laughs> version. Mm-hmm. Uh, up Lucky next. Artie. Not up really. Ne- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> up next is uh, first time caller uh, Jock Sampson. Oh, oh shit! For real? Jock Sampson. Great Jock. The go. Oh, yeah. The greatest of all time? Yeah, I want to ask a question for uh, members of all. This is Jock Sampson, the greatest professional fucking wrestler of all time. And I want to know why they're wasting <laughs> they're their right. fucking time on your fucking podcast when they need to be at the bar, be at the strip club, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, get them fucking 12 fucking bone, bone-in wings, not a bonus wing like a biatch, like you fucking podcasters fucking eat. Go get That's the not true. podcast, get to the fucking strip club. Throw off the singles, help a girl through fucking college. Why <laughs> <laughs> are wasting their fucking time on your goddamn fucking podcast? You know, I like members only, but this po- I don't even know who you are, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is Josh Hampton. <laughs> I'm not even upset. I'm not no, even upset. No, I'm not even I'm, a little bit. I'm just no, a little upset. That. He thinks that we we eat bone uh, bone out. You know, bo- boneless <laughs> buffalo wings. Bone in is the only do- way to eat wings. Yeah, if you do eat boneless wings, which I know a yeah, lot of people I, that do I'm not against it, bro. No, but I don't like being called okay. out like some kind of wimp bitch like he's trying to do here. I like All right, Josh, Josh, you, you get up at Jock Sampson's face. You tell him this next time you see him in person. I, you, I want to see I, how I, that goes for you. You want to say I'm up got about to keep cranking heat up? You know who I am, and I've worked matches. <laughs> I like strip clubs. I give women money. The, the important thing is we should all help a nice girl through college. Yes, I yeah. agree. I've, I paid sixty dollars to a to a stripper to slap me in the face. It happens. I, I am through college. I have put many a young woman through college in my day. Now I'm getting yes. a little bit too old. It's looking. I'm getting to the age where it's getting creepy. But yeah, now you're actually putting your daughters through college. So. Well, it all comes full circle. And Jack, like, Jack Sampson's the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. Tell Jack a story. Like, relax. It's still early in the night. Like, come down. Yeah. And anybody who can get running along the running middle cap got to be the greatest. Yeah. I'm sure he got money from somebody the first time we met Jack Sampson. The exact words that came out of his mouth are how much money you got in your wallet? You <laughs> <laughs> got money out of somebody. That's pretty awesome. Wow. He definitely <laughs> he almost got money out of Sean Mason. He did. <laughs> he really did. All right. Uh, up next is Derek Dillinger again. <laughs> He's at the Hello, game Derek tonight. Dillinger. As you can hear, I'm at a wrestling show. Sleepy Sean Mason is standing right next to me. This question is from Malcolm Cambridge. Y'all wanted me to ask you, why are you a bitch? <laughs> all right, thank you. Can you please let us know? All right, thank you. Bye. What? Okay, okay. All right. Shaw wants to call me a bitch. Ask him about the trip from January 12th to January 14th in Pittsburgh, and we'll see who's the bitch. All right. 
<laughs> was that the yeah, trip where he wasn't allowed to talk to Dom? Was that that one? You know, this was the yeah. trip where Coach was on his ass and Mrs. Shaw Mason was with us as well. She was oh. on his ass and everyone was on his ass. And he fell asleep <laughs> watching Family Guy, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was up real loud, got you. And it played for, don't forget the fact that it played for like six hours in there. It did. I was with Family Guy. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> okay, up next. But, is... but wait, oh. I have one thing to say before we start up next. Okay. Shaw Mason is a punk ass bitch and his medals are fake, but he won't let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Easter candy medals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he, even, he didn't even wrestle in real life, he played cricket. Like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? Oh, my God. (laughs) This is all the time. Oh, yeah. Me and Shaw argue like fucking seven-year-olds. Now, I know Artie and Adam sound alike, so I'm not sure which one of them it is, but I have a feeling we can figure (laughs) out who it is on this next call. Hello, World Sports. It's the strongest man in all the land, Arthur McArthur. The star of the AIW tag team booking season. I figured I'd send an audio telegram to your radio program since you have the fine young tag team of members only on this week. I've enjoyed being in the ring with the two of you as well as your matches with other AIW competitors. Keep up the good work, chaps. Speaking of good work, have you all had a chance to listen to what At Odds With Wrestling has been doing on the Patreon? Some of the finest exclusive content I have heard in all of my years. Let me see if I have the address written down somewhere. Oh yes, here it is. At OddsWrestling.com and Patreon.com slash At Odds Wrestling. Oh boy. Well, that's it for me. K-bye. <laughs> I think Artie's sounding a little hoarse there. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what, though? I'm, I'm kind of offended by the fact that Arthur MacArthur is on at odds and we have not been invited on there. Yeah. And then he called in on our episode and had the balls to promote that show. Yeah. I'm offended. You know who wouldn't do that? You know who wouldn't do that? You know who wouldn't do that? Leonard Chakarison. He would never. Definitely not. Oh. Stupid Arthur MacArthur. Yeah. That was disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> the worst. Artie's such a ball motherfucker. Nothing against ball people. I just don't like Artie's baldness. That's it. <laughs> Sean's too much. Real uh, shame. Uh, all right. Uh, Derek called back. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Hello, this, this is a new record, Dillinger. right? This is my yeah. last call. I did a good series of calls here for this episode. So I think everyone should be very happy. So this is my final call for Malcolm and Calvin both. Um, you guys are tag teams, so I know that you guys are best friends. You guys have each other's back. So this is for both of them in different scenarios. So Malcolm, Calvin, um, to save each other's life, would you guys bang each no. other's mom? Different scenarios, different situations. But the root of the question is, Calvin, if you're in danger, would you bang Malcolm's mom? And Malcolm, if you're in danger, would you bang Calvin's mom? All right. I can't wait to hear you guys' response. Thank you. Goodbye. 
Did we just walk into a Lonely Island song? <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, how I, don't know how to, I don't know how to answer that because <laughs> I met his mom and his dad, and they're both really nice people. And I don't know. Like, yeah, like I would have to do it to save his life. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's yeah, it's kind of fucked. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. It's like I don't yeah. want to let you die, but like I don't want to fuck yeah. your mom, bro. Yeah, same. Like I don't, I don't want that. That's a real fucked up question. I, yeah, I agree. I it's real fucked I'm up, sorry. Derek. Why would you do that? It's okay. We're part of Twenty Seven Club, so you can let yeah. me die. I, I'll accept it. Yeah, you can let me die too. It's cool. Yeah. Then so, we get our like memorial shows. Yeah, that's all we really yeah. want. Is you, if you yeah. can too. Memorial shows. So yeah. I know, I know you've seen the photos. Who who wears the uh, the white glasses better, me or Derek? You. Just in case you just asked the <laughs> yeah. question. So yeah. Even if it was him, I would never tell him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Up next is uh, Coach Porter O'Shea. Hello, this Yo, is uh, Coach Porter O'Shea calling to ask a couple questions of my friends from members only, CGL Ooh, and Malcolm Cambridge. First question I have is, who is the best wheelman that you've ever had on a car trip and my second question if you could have your dream car load who do you pick this could be anybody past present deceased alive whatever imaginary you pick i want to hear your best wheelman and the best uh the car load that you could have let's say about four or five people thanks guys love you keep killing it Oh, he beat me to so, see. He he had it in mind already. My so bad. We'll have to edit it out. We know the <laughs> the, the best wheelman is definitely not Derek Dillinger. After the story you told us, no, no, <laughs> not even close. Probably it's probably Calvin. Honestly, Calvin is the, like if if coach is driving, he's gonna go like twenty under the speed limit. If bro, I'm driving, so slow, dude. He drives so slow, bro. Oh my god, it's bro. insane. Insane. Sorry. If I'm driving, we're hitting thing. the rumble strips a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple. I've been better, though. I've been, I, I have. I have been better. <laughs> to where I don't hit the rumble strips on the way there about him on the way back. But on the way there, we're cool. Yeah, for the most part. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. But I will. <laughs> I, would say, I would say besides me, I would, I, I would want MC to drive. Just because Coach drives so fucking slow, bro. And Derek almost got us killed at the border. So yeah. no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaw doesn't drive, he just sleeps the whole time. So Yeah, sleepy Shaw Mason. Complains, yeah. All right, and who would be your dream car load? Hmm. I have to go my tag partner first. Because I feel like that's only fair. Oh, that's wholesome. Um Brian Danielson. Yeah, I think Christian um, would be another one we want to put in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have to go. I might have to go Jeff too. Yeah, just because Hardy. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't let him drive though, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, damn, what I got one more. I'm assuming I mean, you could have a well, caravan if you wanted in. to. I don't know. I'm putting coach in it though. That's my thing. Yeah. Putting poor O'Shea in there. 
Okay. Who's your five? You get the same five as me? Who's yours different? I probably I probably switch out like I probably switch out Jeff for like I don't even I don't even know who I switch him out for honestly. Probably Edge, so I can have Edge and Christian or Paul <laughs> London. No, I switch out I switch out Jeff for Paul London. Okay, that's quality. I pick. switch out Jeff for Paul London. Okay. Well, it's that time. It is purple button time. Purple belt. Here is Stan from Burlington. Hey, it's me, Stan from Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. I have a little pep in my step this week. <laughs> yeah, I do. Maybe it's the one and a half cans of Christmas ale I just drank. Or maybe it's because Purple Belt time. My favorite tag team to leer it obsessively. Members only is on. No, no, no. Put your penis away, Jake Holt. That's not that sort of member. I'm talking oh. about the rifle holders of the AIW tag team belts who were cheated at them in a move of unparalleled evil, the likes of which has not been done by a financial professional since Bernie Madoff. <laughs> I'm so mad at the Duke and the Bitcoin boys that I spent this month's snack budget on a Patagonia vest that I stuffed around a mannequin that I stole from TJ Maxx. <laughs> Every night, I drape an afghan around me and the mannequin, and I read sections from Andrew Ross Sorkin's book, Too Big to Fail. No, no, again, Jago, not that type of big. The book about the financial crash of 2008. Out loud, I read it out loud to them. The parts detailing trickery and high crimes by the banks. And then I look at the mannequin and say, you've done worse. As you can imagine, all that auto simulation means my thigh is in pretty rough shape this week, so I've mostly been in bed watching TV. I watched AEW last week. I saw Jay Gold was there. I noticed a guy who looked like Dilbert in the crown, and I thought, there's my friend Jay Gold. <laughs> then I yanked my Dom Garini purple belt keychain again. Ouch. <laughs> Guys, you all seem to go to a lot of wrestling. You just don't seem to talk about a lot of wrestling. I thought your guide seems to be exactly that. Just a guide. You know, whatever we want to chat about. Jayhawk's power goes out. There's something that can fill five minutes of airtime when we could be discussing how handsome and fit Malcolm Cambridge looked. On fight the other night? There were 14 events on fight the other night. But let's hear about the latest walking taco Charlie Butters wants to try. Yeah. Yay for content. <laughs> Speaking of Malcolm Cambridge, I read that this is the first interview Mal Members Only has done. I guess they were saving themselves for the Wrestling World's version of The View. <laughs> Malcolm, though, is always charitable. This week's this week, Jay Gold is like his Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> I remember when Mount Members Only was given a very special plaque by Pod Van Dam. I do. I was given a plaque, too, this week. I was. It reads, Most Bizarre Interpretation of a Classic Work of Art. Bam. It was for one of my paintings. Want to hear about it? Okay. Sure. I'm sure you guys are well-versed in 17th century Spanish masters. 
So I won't bore you with backgrounds. But remember, I'm sure you do. Francisco de Zerberans, Hercules and the Hydra, right? <laughs> when Hercules <laughs> defeats the many-headed serpent as one of his labors. Yeah. Well, I gave it this stand touch. I drew Hercules as Malcolm Cambridge. And on each of the Hydra's head, I painted Mikey, Eric, and the Duke. I even added Porter Rocher, Tom Dunn, and Jay Clemens, because no one likes a referee on the take either. <laughs> then, when we presented it to my class at the community college, I threw feces on it, and yay, my down any purple belt keychain. Okay, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <I don't even. laughs> All right, show me up, Malcolm. What are you thinking right now? Um, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Remember, as a guest I'm on this just... show, you get a free restraining order. <laughs> I don't think I'll need it. Listen, listen, this is you and me right now. There's no one else in the room. All right. Actually, I don't feel comfortable with that. There are other people. I was going to say, be careful. I be don't careful feel comfortable. Um, yep. I appreciate. I appreciate all the love, all the paintings. <laughs> I don't really appreciate the the pictures. I really wish that you would not. I don't know if you're hacking. I don't know how you're getting the pictures on your phone. I don't appreciate that. But um, you know, <laughs> just a simple, you know, a good job. I do appreciate that you you know think that I look good on Fight TV. You know I've been really trying to you know get up there with the, the muscles and stuff like hitting again. But yeah, I it's kind of stepping over the line. I enjoy the paintings. I'd like for you to send me one so I can hang it up in my room, preferably the ones of me as Christ. Maybe the ones um, without the feces. You know, you could you could always just show your love and support by you know a follow on Twitter. You could buy a shirt off of Brain Buster Tees. Um, yeah, but we don't we don't have to go this far anymore, dude. It's cool. I get it. Yeah. I might use that one for your restraining order. I don't know. I don't want to hurt I don't want to hurt feel it, you know. This is a delicate subject because I feel as though if I like piss him off, he'll find out where I live and he's just never gonna hear from me again. Oh, Malcolm, he knows where you live. Don't worry about that. Oh fuck damn. <laughs> Well, then just in in that case, since he knows where I live, keep up the good work. I appreciate all of before and forget everything that I said before that. <laughs> oh, well, that was quite the uh, quite the group tonight. How butters? <laughs> you know, that's uh, exactly what I expected from the phone calls this week. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, go a little bit off the rails. Yep. So, fellas, what do you got for plugs? Give us what's coming up. Tell us where you're going to be. Um, we're going to rise this Saturday. Yeah. In town PA. Um, then. 880. Or AIW. Yeah, 880 on the 28th, AIW on the 22nd, and then AIW on uh, Cinco de Mayo for the Cybernetico. And you guys are in the Cybernetico? Is that is that what's going on? Uh, we have no idea. We don't. Yeah, we don't know yet. We're on the poster. Oh. Yeah, you're on the poster. Know. That's why I didn't know yeah. if, uh, if that match was going to be set yet. Okay. Excellent. Uh, you can follow me at. On Twitter and Instagram at m underscore Cambridge twenty seven. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at one underscore cg loop. Nice. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on and taking all that uh, abuse and uh, listening to all the callers who love you very much. Um, 
and we look forward to to watching you guys a whole lot more. And and I will see you guys on the twenty second. We haven't gotten a chance to go out together, so I'll be in uh, Akron to yeah. see you guys along with uh, most of the IW Guide crew. And uh, and yeah, we look forward to those eight eighty matches and everything else. So you guys are doing great. Thanks again for coming on for us. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas. Plugs. All right, I'll start. I'll start with the plug. You follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk one five three nine, Twitch twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. I've been doing mostly MLB the show lately. A little bit of WWE thrown in. Definitely check me out there. And unfortunately, I'll be the one member of the IW Guide crew that will not be at the IW show on the 22nd. I'll be with Real Action Pro Wrestling, and their April Shower event will be at the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngstown, Ohio on April 22nd. I heard everybody that goes will get a golden shower from, from Jayhawk, so. <laughs> They'll be drinking lots of water. Yeah, there, there is no truth to that rumor. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and OnlyFans at E-Girl Femboy, boy spelled B-O-I. You listen to my other podcast, X-Over. If you're listening to this the day it drops, we will be recording live on Twitch, our new episode. We will be reviewing But I'm a Cheerleader, so check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, you can check out if you catch my grift and their Patreon. If you catch my grift, uh, there's nothing new uh, from a few weeks ago. Uh, but we are uh, working on some new merchandise that should be dropping uh, same day this this episode drops. So go check out their Twitter um, and they should have a link for all that fun stuff. You can find me on Twitter at jgold 12 You can also find me on Instagram at jgold 12 Please rate, uh, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us and our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Don't go to IWGuide. That's not us. Go to the YouTube page that Marcy's worked very hard on that it's growing every day. Um, check the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. If you like what you heard, uh, if you like listening to Stan from Burlington, that line is there. There is nothing, no way to harm yourself, but there is shirts and such with barbed wire and purple belts. Um, put our faces on your bodies, our sweatshirts, stickers, T-shirts, the whole deal. Listen to our podcast, friends, at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. Wrestling cheers, X over, if you catch my grift, and... Coming soon, Hayabusi, a wrestling-adjacent podcast. Let's check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. I don't have a quote again this week because I am unprepared. Who is going to pick me up? In the word of the late great Bobby the Brain Heenan, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes. I ask Jiggle that all the time. <laughs> I figured it would look appropriate here to met two weeks in a row with the quotes. I'll come back with one next week, everybody, in case you care. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll you that when it happened. <laughs> they gave everybody support independent reckling. See you. Later. Later, dweebs.